0: Thanks for joining us today on RV Tech Talk, a podcast produced by the National RV Training Academy that is devoted to discussing ways to keep RVs in tip-top shape and ways to make money fixing or inspecting recreation vehicles. My name is Greg Gerber, your host for today's show, although I will admit I do have a cold. Today we will talk with a man who jump-started a new career as a mobile RV technician and enjoyed a very profitable first year in a business of his own. Today's episode is sponsored by Work Camper News, a magazine and online publication that connects RVers to full and part-time jobs around the country. Whether it is running a business from your RV or working short-term jobs for a variety of employers, Work Camper News can give you information to help you plan a course to live your own dream and get you on the road faster than you thought possible. For more information about opportunities to live, work, and play in your RV, visit www.workcampernews. Com. Chris Travolino is one of the first people to complete all five weeks of technician training at the National RV Training Academy's new Big Red Schoolhouse in 2018. Prior to that, Chris and his wife Kimberly and their four children headed the full-time families group for nearly 10 years to provide support to families of school-aged children who live and work full-time in RVs. A few years ago, they sold that business and decided to move to Florida to be with family to pursue some new opportunities. Chris had always been handy and was often the go-to person at full-time families events to help fix problems with RVs. He saw an opportunity to become a mobile service technician when he researched the market in South Florida and realized how few options were available to RV owners to get their rigs fixed without having to pack everything up, drive to a dealership, and just wait weeks to get an appointment. Chris describes what the training was like and how it gave him the confidence to start Travel Tech RV. He explains how it is possible for an independent technician to find support needed to tackle any purple monkeys that might pose a particular challenge for someone making repairs on his own. Chris explains how he promoted his new business and how that generated a stream of customers that now sustains the business through word-of-mouth promotion. He describes what it took to set up a business and a repair truck, and how he and his wife share the workload of managing the operation. To share his story of transforming from a novice to a professional mobile service technician within a few months, please welcome Chris Travellino to the show. Thanks for joining me today, Chris. I really appreciate it. You and I go back a long ways. I mean, uh, I think I met you for the first time in 2014, the first year that I had a motorhome. And you guys were involved in an organization, actually running it at that time. Tell us a little bit about you and yourself and your family.
1: So yes, my name is uh, Chris Trevaglino, and um, we've been we RV'd full full time for nine and a half years. Um, My wife Kimberly and I uh, decided to hit the road and and start an organization called Full Time Families. Uh, We did that with our four kids, who we homeschooled, and um, that's how we met you, Greg. Was through uh, your your RV daily report and uh, being such a supportive uh, role in the RV community and with full-time families. Uh, Full-time families was an organization that supported families that traveled full-time. And um, we decided uh, nine years ago to uh, sell that business and move forward with uh, an RV repair business. And uh, who better to get training from would be the RV professor himself, Terry Cooper.
0: Right. Right. So you took your training uh, at the, you were one of the first people to go through training at the National RV Training Academy, weren't you?
1: We were, we were, we were one of the first in the big red schoolhouse for the dealer and mobile RV technicians, mm-hmm. of course.
0: And you went through that training in 2018, correct?
1: November, October, 2018, we started and we finished in December, 2018. Correct? Okay.
0: Super. You've always been kind of a technical guy. You would go fix people's rigs when they were broken in campgrounds and things like that. What prompted you to go into business as a mobile technician?
1: So it seemed like such a smooth transition from being in the RV industry um, and always having to to repair our own rigs because we traveled full-time and we needed to have our equipment working and we couldn't always be in shops or campgrounds, um, w- you know, leaving our RV um, for long periods of time. So like you said, I tinkered quite a bit with my own and and uh, I really enjoyed working on mine and, and the friends and other um, people's RVs and campgrounds. So we decided to pursue a career into fixing these things. And it just seemed like a natural transition. Mm
0: hmm. That's, and you decided to come off the road at that point, do a little bit more stability for the kids who are growing up and they were in their teens?
1: Yes, that's correct. So the kids got into their teens and they wanted to have friends that didn't travel so much who we could see all the time and be part of a church and an organizations, different organizations and, uh, and just be state, you know, have the stability of a home and, and one location.
0: And how long was the training course itself that you attended or participated in?
1: Uh, the training course was five weeks. Um, it was over, uh, Thanksgiving holiday. So there was a couple of weeks in between that we didn't have classes, but, but each class was a week long, um, on different sections of the RV and, um, such, such as, uh, refrigerators was one week, air conditioners was, and heat pumps was another week. Um, structural and slide outs was another week. So Terry really did a good job of breaking them up into sections so that you're not overloaded and, and, um, you know, have so much going on in one week that you can't grasp the material.
0: Was the training difficult? Uh,
1: it was not difficult. It was very interesting. Terry's very patient. He takes you through, uh, each component, uh, thoroughly and gives you plenty of time to really understand the material.
0: Mm -hmm. Very good. Uh, did you learn anything unique or things that you didn't know when you were in that training?
1: I learned so much that I didn't know. <laughs> that I wish I had known when I was traveling full time. Um, it would have saved me a lot of headaches. Um, you know, some examples of that is the in and outs of how the air conditioner system works in depth and uh, how to thoroughly test and uh, troubleshoot that machine other than just swapping parts or guessing mm-hmm. uh, I'd be
0: happening. And that's what you used to do before you had the training.
1: Yeah, more than more, more or less. Yeah, it was a guessing game for for a lot of us without training.
0: Okay, and when you decided to come off the road and get into uh, become an RV technician, were you looking to be a mobile tech at that point, or were you looking to be hired on as a you know, with the dealership?
1: Um, I had envisioned working for a dealership for a year or two um, after the training uh, to get the experience in the field. Uh, I had a, I had one offer from a dealership locally here in Southeast Florida and um, my wife and I decided that we would just go for it and go mobile. I was a little nervous and hesitant about it because all the responsibility of the repairs and um, you know, anything that may go wrong lies on you. But after going through Terry's course and really getting a grasp and understanding of what, um, really is involved in repairing an RV, we decided to just go ahead and move forward with, um, the, the mobile situation mm-hmm. running our own business. And And I'm glad that we did because, um, my schedule is so flexible. I can work as many hours as I want or as little hours as I want. Um, You don't have to share, um, the profits or the proceeds with anybody else. And, um, and just the experience that I get from, from touching so many different subsystems of the RV is, is just an amazing opportunity.
0: Mm -hmm. Very cool. What do you do when you get stumped with a problem that you can't figure out on your own? Is, is there, are there resources available to you?
1: Yeah, so the the first thing to do when you become a – if you're deciding to go mobile and do your own thing is to become a dealer for most of the big companies out there that are uh, in the industry, such as Dometic or Norcold or Coleman. Um, they have wonderful tech support departments, and whenever you get stuck on something, all you got to do is give them a call. Whether the item that you're working on is in warranty or out of warranty, you can always get help and always get an answer. And then through the school, I've made a lot of friends – Um, that went through the classes with me and we call each other all the time and discuss different situations. I've even called people being on site troubleshooting and, and, um, and gotten help that way as well. And then Terry, Terry is always available, uh, to, you know, to reach out through email or text messaging along with the other, um, uh, instructors.
0: Oh, that's a nice perk.
1: It is. It is.
0: Mm -hmm. Super. Uh, when you got, you know, when you decided to go into business, did you have to get any additional equipment or did you have pretty much everything you needed?
1: Uh, so you need at least basic hand tools and obviously a vehicle to get yourself around. Um, the, um, for, uh, when you go through the class, uh, you're given a list of, um, of recommended RV tools to purchase. Uh, they are not too expensive or, um, you know, too involving to, to get a hold of. And then, um, you know, you're obviously learn how to use those tools while you go through the class. So you already have them when you're ready to go into business for yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. And how did you find your customers? And it's, I mean, you moved into an area, so you really didn't have a lot of history there, did you?
1: Um, So my wife and I, we left here 10 years ago when we started traveling full-time. So we do have a history here, but we don't have a a business history. So actually, believe it or not, what I ended up doing was just opening a Google Google Ads, using Google Ads, and uh, I get 90% of my business through that, and I do about 8 to 10 jobs a week. Um, And most of them are either through word of mouth or uh, through Google Ads, just people finding us on the web.
0: Mm-hmm. And so that's a pretty cost effective strategy for advertising. I've heard how much do you typically spend for ads per month?
1: Um, so we have a budget set for uh, $20 per day. So it goes based on clicks and phone calls. So I set a budget of $20 a day. They run my ad throughout the day. Um, when people click on it, it charges you um, You know, per click. Um, usually, an average cost is about 120 to $160 a week is what Google is taking from my account.
0: Okay. And this is you're targeting people who are specifically in the Miami area or within a couple hours of there.
1: Um, we're targeting people within 25 miles of my business address. Oh, wow. Is, yeah. Which includes Jupiter, um, Florida up to Fort Lauderdale, Florida.
0: Okay, that's a huge population center. Do you get much tourists?
1: Uh, right now, no. We're doing a lot of local work. This time of year, um, being October and through the summer, um, there's not a lot of tourism here because of the heat. But come late November, uh, all, a lot of the Canadians from um, the Quebec area drive down and they overtake the campgrounds. And um, that's where ninety nine percent of our work comes in the winter months.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, so I can imagine. And there, how many campgrounds are in that area?
1: Uh, there's only about ten, ten to fifteen campgrounds in this area. This is this side of Florida is not very popular for the RVing community. Uh, being being said said that, um, it's great for business because there's only about three or four other mobile RV techs. And we are just overwhelmed with work that time of year. There's I, just not enough of us to go around.
0: I was going to say, ten campgrounds would keep tech busy, uh, pretty oh, yeah. much full time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you? How do you develop a relationship with the campground owners to do that kind of thing?
1: Um, most of them want you to come in and, and you know uh, introduce yourself, uh, show your business license and your insurance, and uh, just. I just went into each campground. I handed them some business cards, asked them if I could put them out on their, you know, on their little display table and, um, you know, just became friendly with them and kept in contact with them throughout the years.
0: Right. So you're only, only have been in business
1: or actually we've only been in business a year now. So right Year. that's what we've done this year.
0: Yeah. So I would imagine that pretty soon you're going to start seeing a swing away from new people through Google ads and going basically word of mouth. Or are you starting to see um, that swing already?
1: <laughs> that's what we are hoping for. Is, yeah, re- I get a lot of repeat customers now. Like I said, they're all local right now. Um, but you, you, we, there's a lot of equestrian area here too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I not only focus on RVs, but we do focus on horse trailers with the living spaces. Well,
0: oh, that's um, a good market. Yeah. yeah
1: air conditioners, the same refrigerators, the same water heaters. Everything's the same as an RV, except they have a space to carry their horses. In.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Um,
1: so um, that's just a, another avenue of um, being able to target more than just the, the the RVers that come through.
0: Was it easy to get the business license and the insurance you needed?
1: It was actually through um, Terry's school organization. They have a a liability insurance program set up that you can purchase the liability uh, insurance through uh, at a discounted rate if you're a member of their organization. And then uh, the business license, um, you just have to set up either an S corp or an LLC with the local state that you want to to work in. And then you go and get your business license through the state.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: so you- the whole process took about 30 days.
0: 30 days just to get the license and all of that. That's pretty quick.
1: Yeah. Once you get the, well, through Florida anyway, once you get the, uh, the organization set up and get the business license and get your insurances all in order, yeah, it's about 30 days startup.
0: One thing I know a lot of technicians get into being mobile techs because they love fixing things and working with their hands and solving problems. How do you handle all the administrative stuff that comes with owning a business?
1: Um, so my wife does a lot of the administrative stuff for me. Um, I do a, a lot of the billing and invoicing side of it, uh, just because I'm working directly with the customers and she handles all the backend stuff, such as paying the state taxes, um, paying, you know, keeping the insurances up to date, keeping the licenses up to date. Um, you know, and so forth.
0: Have there been any challenges that you've had to face yet that have been real struggles for you?
1: Um, as far as the business itself is concerned, no, as far as troubleshooting, uh, I find the biggest challenge in, in RV repair is slide out systems for whatever reason, those seem to always trip me up and, and uh, <laughs> make it difficult. Um, I do rely on Lipper quite a bit or, um, other, uh, technicians that, like I said earlier, we've met through, through the, going through the courses, um, but th- yeah, that's the biggest challenge so far. And, and the biggest challenge, another challenge was the original startup getting customers started because it does take a little while for your Google ads to kick in and for people to start seeing you over and over again on the website.
0: Mm-hmm. And how long did it take you to get your first customer?
1: Um, once the business was completely set up and we started advertising, it took about, Seven days to get one customer, but once the ball started rolling, really, it took about 30 days or so to be able to get to eight, eight to 10 calls a week.
0: Okay. Is that manageable? I mean, does that keep you in business and support your family?
1: It, it does. It definitely keeps us in business and supports us. Okay. Um, we live solely on this business, and, um, and it's, it's a pretty comfortable lifestyle once you get everything running.
0: So are you were you confident in saying that you can make as much money working for yourself as you could working for a dealer?
1: I would say that you would make three times more working for yourself than working for a dealer.
0: Is that right? Wow. With flexibility and schedule.
1: Yeah. In this area, um, the average technician gets paid it's probably in the mid-40s. And, uh, you know, based on your business and how much you want to work, um, I would say through the season here, you could easily make around 150000 a year plus.
0: Oh, wow. Wow. And with most of the work taking place in the winter?
1: Yes, with most of the work in the winter. Okay. That's, that's
0: a great opportunity then. You can work your buns off in the winter and then take the summer off to go play.
1: Yeah, and, and that's not uncommon here either. There are some other mobile techs that I know that are only work three days a week in the in the summer
0: Mm -hmm. and you said demand was pretty heavy so uh, even more mobile techs could come into that market and probably would make a big dent
1: oh yeah i would believe that that would that would be a true statement Mm
0: -hmm. how long does it take a typical rv dealer to make the appointments to get things serviced do you have any idea
1: so right now in this area most dealers are four weeks out when it becomes season here. Most dealers are eight weeks out. Um, the other thing is uh, there's a lot of dealers in this area that will not service what they did not sell to the customers so that.
0: That's okay by you.
1: <laughs> yeah, yep. that's even more. Work for us. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, Cause, cause
0: you know, a lot of people come to Florida from other places. So it's kind of short-sighted on their part to do that, but you know, they're, they're, limited their task to take care of their customers. And I can see why they make their rationale or make their policy decision saying that uh, we're only going to take care of people that we've sold an RV to, but still they're missing a lot of opportunity. And that opens the door for you guys. Do you have to get
1: Uh, a a work? That's true. That's true. But in the same token, they must obviously have enough work that they need, that they have to turn that other work away. So
0: right. Right. Uh, Did you have to get a work truck?
1: I did. We purchased a retired AT&T work van uh, that we came fully loaded with um, all the different tool racks. uh, And we were really excited about that because those tool racks and the set up the van from scratch is time consuming and very expensive. So that saved a lot of time and expense on our behalf.
0: Sure. How'd you find that deal?
1: Uh, Believe it or not, eBay. I just started searching for work vans and um i found this particular ford transit connect that happened to be 15 miles from my house and i made an appointment to go see it and we purchased it on the spot
0: mhm what's the future hold for you guys
1: uh continue to run this business go through this this season in the short term and see uh how lucrative um i can be with running one truck our goal is to expand by one or two trucks a year um, and have a small fleet of uh, mobile RV technicians in this area. Okay. Very
0: cool. Well, Chris, I really appreciate you taking time to talk to us about uh, what's going on with your business, Travel Tech RV. If people were interested in learning more about you and what, what you're doing, how could they get a hold of you?
1: Um, well, like you said, our business is Travel Tech RV and our website is traveltech, com. Um, emails are welcome at info at and, uh And our business number is 561-320-1464.
0: Very good. Uh, one final question. Do you regret taking the training?
1: Not in any manner at all. Even if I decided not to open my own business or, be a, um, RV technician. I learned so much about electricity, about air conditioning, um, refrigeration. That knowledge is not only used in RVs, but also in day-to-day life in your home or business or pretty much any activity. If you're going to repair anything that's mechanical.
0: Mm -hmm. Do you see yourself specializing in specific repairs? Are you going to remain uh, a general do it general Jack of all trades, I guess?
1: Um, I do focus on being a general, ch- ch- uh, you know, tech of all, all the areas of the RV. Uh, when you say specialize, we do specialize in air conditioning, being that it is South Florida. Uh, one thing that I didn't mention that I'd like to mention is that um, I do work for a a, um, a third-party company who builds fire trucks and paramedic vehicles, and um, I do all their air conditioning work because uh, they use RV air conditioners on those vehicles, Mm -hmm. So that was a huge bonus, and we are currently pursuing um, the trains. The local um, train system uses air conditionings that are RV-based air conditioning, so we're looking into having that repair contract as well.
0: Wow. Well, that would give you a solid business. That will keep you busy for a long, long time.
1: Yes. Our goal is to keep expanding uh, higher some technicians on and be able to carry these contracts for the local businesses as well. Mm
0: -hmm. Very good. Well, thank you again, Chris. I really appreciate the time.
1: No, thank you, Greg.
0: I have a great deal of respect for Chris Travolino and his entire family. They're honest, passionate, helpful people, and doors just seem to open for them to find new customers and build this new business opportunity. It took just five weeks of training to prepare him to become a mobile service technician and to launch a business of his own. With the average RV dealership scheduling repair appointments four weeks out, there's a tremendous opportunity for mobile repair technicians to make an above-average living just by serving a few customers every day. When customers get great service from an honest, dependable technician, then word of mouth keeps people like Chris very busy. Plus, Chris knows he could make three times as much money working for himself as he could working for someone else. For more information about Chris and his business, Travel Tech RV, visit www.traveltechrv.com. The National RV Training Academy can not only provide the instruction people need to feel comfortable about fixing RVs, but the academy can provide insurance, certification, and business training to help people start professional companies. The Academy's one-week live training or home study course will teach you everything you need to know to fix about 80% of problems people experience with their RVs. You can also sign up for additional training to become an RV inspector, campground technician, or to provide mobile RV service. For more information, visit www.nrvta.com. Today's episode is sponsored by Work Camper News a magazine and online publication that connects RVers to full and part-time jobs around the country. Whether it is running a business from your RV or working short-term jobs for a variety of employers, Work Camper News can give you information to help you plan a course to live your own dream and get you on the road faster than you thought possible. For more information about opportunities to live, work, and play in your RV, visit www.workcampernews.com.
1: That's all we have for today's show. Thanks for listening to RV Tech Talk.